This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Greetings, I am Barry. If you're searching for answers, spiritual help, clairvoyant readings, healings, crystals, books, incense, or jewellery, you need to go to Infinity, Hamilton Spiritual Centre, in the new premises at 550 Anglesey Street, or you can phone us on 838 1838. This is your link between this life and the next. Become the change the world needs today. Greetings, I am Barry. This is the voice within for another week. No hell below 
just imagine eh, how things could be if we all got together and sorted it all out. Um, now, the next full moon is in Virgo on the 18th of March. So as we're marching through March already, um, we'll listen to Pam Gregory and see what she has to say about the full moon in Virgo. Hi everyone, Pam Gregory, Astrologer. I'm going to be speaking to you today about the second half of March and the full moon that we have coming up in Virgo on the 18th. But I just want to, I'm recording this actually on the day of the new moon in Pisces and we anticipated some possible flooding because the new moon, the sun and moon, were tightly conjunct to Jupiter and it will give us a glimpse of maybe what may happen or one of the things that may happen at the Jupiter-Neptune exact conjunction on the 12th of April because we're into that energy already. Pisces is very porous and the literal symbolism was big unbounded water and uh, very sad, sadly there's been just catastrophic flooding in on the east coast of Australia so they haven't been through enough for Australians and uh, in some areas of the east coast around Brisbane I think and New South Wales um, it is the worst flooding they have literally ever had so there have been several deaths people are being evacuated some people are being stranded on their roofs so please send love to them all and intend for the waters to abate but that is one possible manifestation of this it's big unbounded water Jupiter-Neptune conjunction the other much more wonderful expressions of it, but that was one. Um, the new moon in Pisces, absolutely, and the full moon coming up in Virgo, and that is considered the, the health axis, that polarity of Pisces and Virgo. So we have our full moon in Virgo on the 18th of the month, and that is at 27 degrees, 40 minutes of Virgo. And that's happening um, 17 minutes past midnight Pacific and 7.17 a.m. in the UK. And um, whenever we have a full moon, it tends to bring issues to a head in your own personal chart. And by the way, if you don't know where this falls in your chart, you can download a free birth chart from my website and then go to the link below in the description. You can buy a two-part video series, which will explain how you find all of these points that I refer to in the videos from, from a standing start. It takes you from zero and what each update means for you and will start you on your astrological journey. So in your personal life, this can be very much a, where 27 of Virgo falls. It can be a sense of completion or culmination or closure or can shine a light on something you were unaware of before in that house area. Now, for us, collectively on a broader scale, this, I think, is very likely to shine a light on the detail. That's what Virgo is about, the detail, the facts, particularly related to health. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this works out. And of course, this full moon is happening just literally two days before the Aries equinox. So here we go. And as always, I set this um, for the UK, that's where I live, so ignore the clock face, ignore the houses, just look at the signs that the planets are in and their aspects to each other. So we can see that this um, is very highlighted. This new moon is called a singleton because it's, it's on its own as a planet in that particular hemisphere. So it very much highlights this whole area of, of health, details around that, as I say. Virgo is also the sign 
most related to natural medicine, and that is the medicine we get from the earth. That is plant medicine, herb medicine, that kind of thing. It's never drug. It's never allopathic. It's always natural. And we may be discovering more wisdom connected with that, that the earth has everything we need to heal. The other aspect of Virgo is very much to do with with cleansing and clearing, uh, kind of feng shui your energy, you know, declutter your house, that kind of thing. But it's also, I think, as we move towards this very important um, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, which is so powerful and special for us as a, a spiritual upgrade, the, uh, and, and I think of this as very mystical. Here we see that Jupiter and Neptune are already conjunct, operationally conjunct five degrees away in Pisces. This is very much the mystic, you know, the, the mystic. It's very fine energy. You can step out of 3D and live a very different life. But Virgo is also the sign of the, the ascetic. You know, that if you think of the, the monk in the in the Himalayan cave, I mean, that's that's very much for the Virgo Pisces archetype. So if we can purify, Virgo is very much about purification and detox. So as we move towards this, this big conjunction in April, if we can purify and detox our energy as far as we're able, cleanse our diet, for instance, so we can we can move into that important conjunction to optimize it as pure in body and spirit as as we can. I think that would be um, very helpful for us. What is um, really lovely here and very, very positive is we have a grand earth um, trine, grand trine in earth. It doesn't look like an equilateral triangle, but it is really because the moon is at 27 of Virgo, earth sign, Pluto at 20, 28 of Capricorn, Earth sign, and the North Node at 25 of Taurus. So whenever we have aspects between the Moon and Pluto, it can bring up a lot of intense energy. And of course, full moons do that as well. A lot of intensity in our energy. But what this is also saying, because it's a trine, a very positive aspect, this is about the empowerment of the people. In mundane astrology, the Moon represents the people, so this is um, Pluto empowering us. And it's very highlighted, as I say, this moon. And also the fact that it, they both connect to the North Node very positively. The North Node is our future collective destiny, where we're headed. So this is, you know, this is really solid. Our feeling of building our power, stepping into our power and building very solidly because it's Earth for the future. I think it's a super, super positive as an aspect. Yes, as I say, we have this uh, mystical Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that's going to become closer and closer until we get to exactitude on the 12th of April. Um, and the sun is also there. So Neptune is actually at the midpoint of Jupiter and the sun. And that again is super mystical. Um, very much somebody who's dedicated to a spiritual path. And I think it'd be really good as far as we are able in our busy, crazy lives to um, to follow that, because as the astrology anticipated as well, felt we were moving into some very fast moving, big events, very chaotic, very turbulent. That will continue on the 3D level. That's very, very likely. Um, so recognize we have this beautiful opportunity with these 
Pisces energies that are so strong right now to step out, not to abandon what's happening on 3D, but rather to step out to get to a higher, higher pitch, a higher point of view, a higher state of being, so we can feed very, very positive <clears throat> energy back, <clears throat> excuse me, to the collective. And I'm going to be talking more about that at the end of the video. The other lovely aspect, another lovely aspect here is the conjunction between Mercury and Jupiter. This is big thinking, big creative thinking, fantastic for any kind of creative writing, poetry, that sort of thing. Wonderful. And that is further energized by Mercury actually being sextile. You can't really see it here, but it's sextile to Uranus very tightly. And that is original ideas, original thinking, downloads, insights, inspiration. So really use your dreams, as I've been saying a lot. Keep a dream journal if you don't normally. Really use this well to, to tap into your higher guidance to get some real inspiration. There are four quintiles that you, you can't see very easily in this chart, but four very creative aspects at the same time, um, which is wonderful too. Now, other things I'd like to point out, which strengthen even more within a day or so, we have this Mars-Venus conjunction in Aquarius square to Uranus at 12 of Uranus. Now, this is really about a strong urge for freedom, a strong urge for human rights, and it's quite a rebellious, revolutionary energy. So again, we could see a lot of um, protests and demonstrations that we've seen really for the last year in particular, and they are going to be ongoing through this year as well, if anything strengthened further. And that's reinforced by, I haven't drawn Eris in here, but Eris is at 24 of Aries, square to that, um, Pluto in Capricorn. And I've talked about that a great deal over the last two years, that it's the kind of feisty street fighter that is wanting justice, wanting everybody to be heard, but running up against tough top-down control from governments, Pluto in Capricorn. So we've got some very clear themes here. Now, what I'd also like to say is on the 19th, the day after this full moon, Venus becomes exactly square to Uranus. So we could see a lot of turbulence in financial markets then. We could see turbulence amongst the currencies. Or if Venus falls in your fifth house or your seventh house of relationships, this can, and you're open to a new relationship, this can bring in a sudden, out of the blue, exciting relationship for you. So if you're open to that, that's a, a wonderful opportunity. And also Mars is going to become exactly square to Uranus on the 22nd. I'll talk about the Aries equinox in a moment. So this is an absolutely um, poof, uh, firework, I want to say firework energy. It's explosive, it's eruptive, it's a, it's a firestorm, if you like. It's the very much the signature of earthquakes and volcanoes, particularly because they're both in fixed signs and Uranus is in Taurus representing the Earth, because with fixity, when you get a lot of tension with these 90 degree aspects, the tension has built and there's nowhere for it to go. So hence we get these cracks in the Earth's crust. We get earthquakes, volcanoes, 
very much the signature of cyber attacks as well, because it's in Aquarius, again, linking to Uranus. They are both linked to the Internet. So be careful to back everything up and have everything safe. Could be sudden shocks and surprises, but it's a sudden eruptive energy. Could be a lot of um, geomagnetic disturbance at that time. I'll talk more about that at the end of the video as well, or more revolutionary energy coming to the fore. So this is going to be quite a peak because the full moon is happening, as I say, just two days away from the Aries equinox. And by the 20th of March, the sun here will have moved to zero of Aries. That's what marks the Aries equinox when the sun moves into Aries. And by then also the moon will have moved all the way up to 29.53 of Libra. Now, I've just been talking about the long-running square between Eris and Pluto that we've had really for the last two years and will continue all of this year. But it's actually a T-square because Eris and Pluto will, by the Aries equinox, be squaring the moon, which, as I say, will have moved up to 29.53 of Libra. So again, intensity of the emotions of the people. But the wonderful thing is here that the moon will be exactly really conjunct Homer, the dwarf planet Homer, because she is at 29 degrees, 30 minutes of Libra. So they're within less than, well, they're within about 20 minutes of exactitude. And as I've spoken before, Homer is the link to the Hawaiian goddess of fertility. She's very linked to creative, regenerative energy. She's one of the strongest symbols we have for New Earth. And so this really, and, and one very important thing to say here at the Aries Equinox, um, and I'll stop sharing screen here. One very important thing to say is it isn't just for the day or the few days either side. It is like striking a tuning fork or striking a gong for the next 12 months, it acts as a backdrop because this is our astrological new year. So it acts as a backdrop with all of the things I've been saying for the next 12 months. So all that I've been saying about the very um, eruptive, explosive, unstable energy, which could be related to the earth or cyber attacks, um, what I've been saying about the, the T-square between Pluto and Eris, and the moon, but also Homer, will again resonate through these next 12 months. So that, I think, as I say, Homer is one of our strongest symbols for New Earth. So this will raise um, to higher profile issues around the Earth, um, climate, nature, food supplies, etc. Also, all the things I've been saying about the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, it won't even be over in April. It will resonate you know, like ripples all through the next 12 much, months, which is fantastic because it's very much to do with a spiritual upgrade. It's also to do this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. There's such a feeling of angelic energy. It's so fine. It's really very connected to the light, how much light we can hold in our bodies. And we know that the, as I've spoken about many times, the Earth is moving through the photon belt. We have these waves of evolutionary energy coming in because light carries information and we are absorbing that light into our bodies. 
And then it becomes a question of how much light can we hold? Our level of consciousness will determine how much light we hold in our bodies. And the physics of light is unstoppable. Nobody, whoever they are, despite their wealth, despite their title, despite their company status, nobody can stop that frequency, that physics of light, which is upgrading us in every moment. And even if it's a cloudy day, don't worry, this is frequency. Frequency still comes to the earth. So it's very exciting. And at the same time, the geomagnetics of the earth is very, uh, they are very unstable. I mean, I was listening to cosmologists the other day, and even since 2018, even since 2020, the number of coronal mass ejections, M-class and X-class um, storms has just become exponential. It's, it's kind of 40-fold almost from what we had back in 2017, 2018. So equally that... Uh, very disruptive and destabilizing energy, these the massive flares of energy from the sun are also bringing in new information at the same time. So we've got the photonic light, we've got the coronal mass ejection. So new energy, new information is coming into us to upgrade us, to become what I want to call the new, new human in the most natural, organic way just really exciting but can feel pretty wild you know the physical symptoms a lot of people at the moment going through extreme fatigue and tiredness if you feel that just go to bed just sleep you're still going to be taking it in you're embodying the light and um i was listening to cryon the other day channeled by lee carroll has been for decades i'm sure you're very familiar with cryon and what he was saying which was so interesting for this as the, the magnetic field of our DNA interacts directly with the magnetic field of Gaia. And this is really echoing that the research that HeartMath has done in the States, a very respected organization studying the physiology and spiritual side, really, of the heart. And what they have found is this, this match, this interaction of consciousness and the magnetic fields of the earth. So here we have Chiron saying the same thing. So we're seeing it scientifically, we're seeing it cosmologically, we're seeing it astrologically, we're seeing it um, through people who are sensitive, channels, psychics, etc. And so although this is a wild, rocky time, it's going to be a, a lot of turbulence and, and very rocky, lumpy stuff at the 3D level um, as we move through this year. But at the same time, we have the opportunity, should we take it, to really become dramatically upgraded as, as beings, as, as light beings, I want to say. And it's very clear that there are two obvious timelines operating now. There's a very, let me say, technological timeline and all that goes with that that's super clear to see unfolding before us but there's a much higher timeline which is this sense of if we look at the Virgo Pisces energy how can we be of practical service to others Virgo and at the same time be of spiritual service to others Pisces so become a light being become a light being and if you're listening to this you for sure can become a beacon of light in the world to help other people. So be very wise and be very conscious on how your thoughts and emotions 
are moving through the day. There is massive drama and you know, some really horrific things that are happening in the world right now. And it, because we're human and we're empathetic, it's very easy for that to capture our attention. And, and of course, as I say, that's very much part of our humanity. But if we get too caught up in fear, we are going to be energizing the fear and attracting more fearful things into our life. It's simply a frequency match. So we can be aware of it, but staying on our eagle's perch enough that we can be helpful because it only takes a tiny percentage of us to shift the whole collective. So really keep your focus on that higher timeline. Stay in love, stay in gratitude, stay in appreciation, stay in joy. And even if you're completely alone in your, your day, um, I spend a lot of my days just thinking and writing and working just be cognizant of living from the heart, living in love, being in gratitude, being in joy. And what we're doing is actually the, the light grids across the earth are now formed. And you can imagine that as a kind of energetic light structure. But what we're doing, every single one of us that can keep in those positive feelings and emotions, we're adding the bricks, we're adding the mortar, we're adding the roof. We are really creating because the future isn't formed it's completely invisible it's ether we are we are building more form more substance more structure to create that timeline more solidly we are we are doing it you me everybody listening to this it's down to us it doesn't have to be a future that's imposed on us that's much more likely if we're in victim mode but if we're in empowered mode simply by living through the heart, we are putting the bricks, the mortar, the windows, the roof, the doors on that higher timeline, which is taking us to love, to peace, to joy. And we are helping the whole collective, even sitting alone on our sofas at home. If we can do that, you are being of practical and energetic spiritual service to others. So. I hope that help, that's helped you. I do tend to bang on about this because it's so crucial as we move through this turbulence. We're at such a massive pivot point. We've got to become very masterful and very wise and very conscious in how we use our energy because thoughts become things, as the great Lynn McTaggart said. We, they are energy. They are energy that becomes matter and creates the roads, the tracks, the gravel pathways that are heading towards a much better future. So God bless. Have a wonderful full moon in Virgo. And we're going to enter a really active and eventful April. But that's for the next video. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.
we can if we want to put our minds to it make this world a better place that's the worldwide group called playing for change where they'll have different people playing the same song in different parts of the world and they bring it all together and that's what you hear there's more stuff coming up later folks um, at the moment we're going to listen to um, Lee Harris who's doing his prediction for this month of March Hello, I'm Lee. Welcome to the Energy Update for March 2022. Every month I take the pulse on what's showing up psychologically, emotionally, energetically, and what will be affecting us. A few of the themes that we will look at in detail for this month are creative pregnancy abounds, global stress and exhaustion and what it's leading us to in this next phase, major timeline healing, people moving through all kinds of different past life, present life healings, and last but not least, the fire and change energy of these times and how to navigate them. Stay tuned for the full update. Welcome to the full update for March 2022. And in case you missed it, we celebrated 10 years of these energy updates last month, which I still can't believe. And I know some of you I was reading in the comments have been with me for 10 years. So 
thank you to all of you who uh, wrote a note saying that we've all we've all gone through a lot the last 10 years it's so true but for this month we are looking at the themes that we have for march and last month in february one of the big themes was power and how power is going to be a huge focus in this year to come and last year that energy really started to brew but in 2022 power is a big big theme on the planet so february started to see this move in so you may still be going through shifting power dynamics in yourself power dynamics in relationships or your relationship to power in the world at large so that theme carries over into march but our first major theme uh, for march is the fire and change energy of these times it is an energetic storm right now on the planet and I know in some ways that may sound like a very obvious thing for me to say but the reason I'm told to remind all of us myself included is that it will help you on those days where if you are a sensitive if you are somebody who is feeling all of the shifts going on or feeling bombarded by what's going on in your life just remember that it is an energetic storm and that doesn't mean everyone has the same belief about things and it doesn't mean everyone has the same life circumstances but it does mean everyone is feeling it everyone is caught in it in one way or another so whether they are conscious or unconscious about the way they are behaving in the world you will be feeling the effects of the energetic storm so really important to find your center your sense of peace and your purpose and I know on certain days if you're very busy or if you've got a lot of responsibility that can seem hard to do but it's going to be key to navigating these times making sure that you have a certain level of support in place things that keep you afloat whether they are practices that you do by yourself or whether it's having important people in your life that you stay connected to to help you weather this time of storm because the storm isn't going away in a hurry this is a very long arc that we're in a transitionary phase and that doesn't mean it will look the same every month but it is important to remember what we're being subjected to and so it can have many highs it can give you many breakthroughs many epiphanies and all of that's great but there is also this undercurrent of the fact that these are very stormy times on earth so don't be surprised if that is affecting your mood your thought process your sense of stability and work a little harder to realign yourself with those things even if it's taking 10 minutes out of your day two or three times to just unplug from everything and everyone sit quietly let yourself catch up with how you feel there will be different methods that you will use but to remain mindful of the fact that it is an energetic storm on the planet that's not something you're imagining that's not something that just you are going through everyone is going through that and it's stirring people up in very different ways this can also make us nervous and the speed of change right now on the planet is amplified one of the things my guides the z's have always said is that as humans we crave and fear change in equal measure kind of makes those of us who are into self-growth and personal development kind of interesting choice that we have there but they say that we're often craving certain changes in our life yet our programming makes us fear the uncertainty of what change will bring so at the moment we're in a very big change cycle on the planet and one that is 
very unknown, contentious, has a certain energetic war about it, depending on where you look and what you see going on. We've certainly seen a ton of division and separation and fear energy being thrown around. So just be kind to yourself as much as you can and be kind to others. Unless, of course, they're being highly abusive or, you know, then you might want to step away and not necessarily be around how the storm is affecting them if the way it's affecting them is having a negative knock-on effect on you. So the positive of a time like this is it asks all of us to understand our needs a bit more and to figure out what is it that keeps us afloat? What is it that keeps us in a personal sense of somewhat balance as much of the time as is possible? So that's why many in the last couple of years have really started to learn about themselves in a different way. So there is a positive side to this too, but as we come into March, that was the first message I was given and asked to deliver, that we are in an energetic storm, we're all going through it, so find your shelter from the storm in practices, people, places, and preserving and protecting time for yourself, even if it's just a few short short periods of time a day where you get to do something that makes you feel calmer, makes you feel a little more reset. It will enable you to show up in the world for the rest of the world if you're making sure you tend to that. The second theme of the month is expression unleashed. And it's interesting, in February there was a theme of uh, boundaries and saying no. And expression unleashed continues that. And we've certainly seen that collectively. Uh, A couple of the sentences I was given by my guides were, revolutionary and change energy continues to be on the rise. It only rises collectively when people feel oppressed or not listened to. This will be showing up personally too in intimate relationships. So we certainly on the world stage are seeing this dance between oppression and challenge to oppression and revolutionary energy and people not feeling listened to, seen, heard. That's going on. Uh, on the world stage. And that's certainly going to be a huge part of this transformation that we're going through right now. So that's not necessarily going to go away tomorrow. And it's going to keep changing in form as we go through the months this year. But equally to that, it has a knock-on effect on all of our intimate relationships too. So you might be finding that your expression is unleashed in an all-new way. And that doesn't necessarily uh, mean something scary or angry. It doesn't necessarily mean you're running down the street giving everyone a piece of your mind. Sure, maybe that's true for some of you and that's how it's coming out. But for most among us, it's going to mean we are finding it easier to speak our truth faster and to trust that when we speak our truth, it can have a real change effect. That's the thing I've been noticing in all of this stuff that's going on around the planet. How many people are standing up for their truth or expressing their truth in a way that perhaps they haven't had to before or haven't felt called to before? And that has an impact. Even if it seems like the impact is temporary or short-lived, it starts to have an awakening impact on everyone else. Because when we see one person stand up for something, it reminds us, oh, actually, that's something I need to stand for as well. Or when the next thing comes around, we feel ready to stand for it. So this isn't really about 
creating more war or creating more division. It's actually about making sure that war and division are not energies that we are sent into, sent down, which at the moment on the planet is a very tricky and heavy topic. So bear that in mind as you go through this month. Notice that revolutionary energy is, is in the air and anything that's going on collectively affects us personally, whether we're focused on it or not, because it's in the air energetically. So you might find in your personal intimate relationships, there's some truth telling going on, there's some expression unleashed. It can be very positive. People might say things to you about you that you weren't expecting. You might find out, wow, that person actually just told me they think I'm really great and I always thought they weren't sure about me. Expression can lead us to the truth and it can lead us to a place where we feel more sovereign in who we are. When we say what it is we need to say, not because of vengeance or rage, but because we feel the truth in our being, it's something we need to stand for or express. So as that energy is going on globally and will be a big part of our next few years, notice how it will start to show up in you personally too. You might have a bit more courage to say the thing that you are nervous to say, but feel you have to say, and it might be far better received than you think. Because even though we talk a lot about some of the division energy that's going on, more people want to be aligned in truth together than want to be divided and separated. So you saying something truthful to someone else in a loving, kind way, but truth can actually spark a revolution of truth in others. And it's a contagious energy. So don't be surprised if you notice it coming toward you or if you feel it coming out of you this month, because that's going to be under the spotlight in a bigger way in March, which is interesting because we've certainly seen a lot of it in February. The third theme is major timeline healing. So timeline to me is, is, is basically there are multiple timelines that we're all traversing in our lives and as a collective and that they can move and shift and change as we do. But timelines also refer to our past. So each of us as a human being, we have a past human timeline that we have walked through. You can also look at other lives when it comes to timelines, past life timelines that we come in with as a soul. So depending on what you believe or experience in all of that, the major timelines healing that we're going through is going to be up for many this month. I always think this is a given because this is a theme that I've seen show up in the energy updates for a decade on and off. But we're about to go through another period where you get to allow and feel your feelings in an all new way. Not always comfortable, but when we let an old feeling up and into our awareness or into our body and just into our senses, we're usually seeing how much of it we can release. We're usually surfacing something that we can no longer take with us into the future as a result of where we have got to now in the present. What I mean by this, because I'll often hear people say, oh, I think I'm regressing. I'm, I'm hashing out that thing that I went through eight years ago again. But we don't tend to rehash it in the exact same way. Now, it's different if you have strong, deep trauma, PTSD. That's, that's a different, a whole other, a whole other category. I'm just speaking about when old memories surface, old wounds, old feelings, a lot of them are coming up right now to be released. 
And usually they come up to release when we create a space in our lives and in ourselves where we can let them through, where we can purge, we can detox. So for example, you know, if you're someone who is in a romantic relationship and it's a very healthy romantic relationship, and previously you had a history of playing out a lot of wounds in relationships, when you get into the very healthy one, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to be happy in that healthy relationship the whole time or that you have to be healed before you get to that relationship. That healthy relationship will hold a container for you that will allow you to go back through some of the old ones and let go of some of the wounding that they left you with and the wounding that we were holding in ourselves in order to attract and play out that relationship dynamic with whoever we did. So it's not always a bad thing when your old feelings and your old memories surface, but it's going to be happening in a big way. Again, in March, and I mean, you could say this happens all the time at some level, but the fact that it's been given to me again tells me there is a lot of timeline healing going on right now. And events that we see in the world can take us to past events in history that remind us of certain energies that are matching up now that might be a hundred years old on the planet. And equally, as we continue to unlock and unleash who we are. And as we know, the last two years has been a real 360 for everybody. So it has allowed a lot of us to go within in a way that we we wouldn't have if we hadn't been forced into this situation. So now as a result of going within and finding more of who you are, you also get to release and shed parts of you that no longer are needed. So when you have the time and space, don't be surprised if these healings come up to surface. You are not regressing, you are progressing. But sometimes when these feelings visit, these memories visit, these thoughts visit, it can put you into an older state of being for an hour or a day or a few days. But for everybody, this is because of the future. Where you're moving to on your future timeline You're just going back in time and shedding something that can't come with you from the past because your patterns, your thoughts, your emotions, they have changed and they are changing. But the body has to release it as you go. So for those of you who are very aware of that stuff, very mindful of that, don't be surprised if that shows up. For those of you who tend to do things physically, we're all a little different. Some of us feel things a bit more emotionally or psychologically. Others will use the body as a way of releasing or getting rid of old habits. So it may show up for those of you who physically somatize feelings or experiences. You may notice there's a few old physical wounds or parts of your body that you're having to tend to. They are getting your attention energetically. So bear that in mind as we go through March, major timeline healing. Theme number four, or piece of advice number four, I should say, moment to moment, allow peace. This is where the power lies, moment to moment. So it's interesting. I was given this sentence. If this were your last moment on earth, what would you do with it? Who would you reach out to? What bridges would you build? Allowing peace is a practice. So this idea, especially with the the energetic storm that we're in right now, the kind of chaos of our busy world. It's very important to, as much as you can, practice coming back to the moment and allowing peace. 
and I'm always reminded of this because this is how I experience it. Peace is a practice because you don't necessarily have to be in peace. I mean, that can be very difficult sometimes. You know, if you're not feeling peaceful, just sitting still for five minutes, you aren't going to pop into peace. But allowing peace is a practice in that you create spaces in your day, in your life, where peace can occur. And if you don't create those spaces, it's not going to happen. If you keep yourself busy, if you keep yourself distracted, there isn't really a place for peace to exist. But if you start with, whether it's a meditation practice or sitting and looking out the window for five minutes, ten minutes, with no real focus, just allowing yourself to be, there are so many different things that we can do that can allow us to come to neutral in our life, allow peace. And the more we practice that, the more we can feel a sense of peace and well-being. And that's a very desirable state. It's a very powerful state. I think we often are told that peace is a good remedy for us and it's good for our immune system and it's important to de-stress our lives, but it's also the seat of our power. When we're able to access peaceful states, we actually get in touch with our power and our life force. And we are seated in a place in ourselves from which anything is possible and we can go anywhere. And especially with how bombarded uh, many of us have felt in different ways over the last couple of years, practicing and allowing for peace is a really important practice. And it is a practice. It's not something you have to achieve this week, but consider maybe building some moment-to-moment allowing of peace into your life. And you might want to routine it or you might want to write a note for yourself once a day. Just write, am I allowing peace today? Stick it on your wall and then put it somewhere you're going to see it a few times a day. And then just when you see it, change change what you're doing for two minutes or three minutes and just start allowing that state change. That's the seat of our power. And that's very important. It's authentic power. It's what some of us would call sovereignty. So if you can own a sense of peace for yourself for some period every day, it's going to really help you in times like these. Okay, Um, creative pregnancy abounds. So protect it, nurture it, be with it, and let it change in form. Not every idea will come to life. So creative pregnancy is that period where we are in the orbit of creating something new. So for some of you, it may be a very specific thing, like I'm writing a book. And for others, it might be, I need to create a new life, or I need to create a new routine, or I need to create a new place to live. Creation is something that affects everything that we do. It's it's in everything, but we're rarely conscious about it. We haven't been taught to be conscious about it. Now, Most of you tuned into this, and myself included, we've gone and sought uh, consciousness around creating and around creativity, because to us, that's a true thing. We feel it, we're in it. Creative pregnancy abounds at the moment. So even with everything that's going on in the world, and I'm reminded of tough times on the planet, it's often after tough times that uh, a whole innovation and revolution energy appears. You know, it's often when A whole life appears after some of the toughest times that we've gone through in history. And we're still in that period, but it is already birthing a lot of innovation and creativity. And people want to bring themselves forward in a new way. And that's what creativity is. It's creating something that wasn't there before. Whether that's something small or something vast. 
So all of this energy that has been building and moving and changing in us as a group for the last two years, it's beginning to flower, it's beginning to show itself. But just remember that not every idea has to come to form. You could have six great ideas and you try and act on all of them and they don't work. But the seventh one does because you got yourself ready through the first six. So it's not that every idea or every feeling that you have, you have to rush into. This is a great time to really sit with your creative pregnancy. You know, babies take nine months to appear and sometimes sooner, sometimes later, but they take their time before they're ready to come out. So think of this time as a very fertile time for creative pregnancy. Just because your idea is not showing up in the world just yet, it doesn't mean it's not going to. But the more this baby gets to build, the more it gets to change and grow and be ready for the world it comes into. So those of you who are creatively pregnant right now or looking to be more conscious about your creativity and what you're going to bring into the world, this is a really good time to be with it, sit down, journal about it, dream about it, remember it's real and it's tangible because we're going to see a lot of innovation and creative birth, especially in the second half of this year. But for some of you watching right now, you'll be doing it right now. You'll be uh, bringing these things into the planet and we need that. So uh, be mindful of that energy. It's a, it's a very good energy. Nurture it, give it time and let it move through you and be open to it and be open to being surprised. Creativity brings change to all of us. It brings the unknown to all of us. So... Um, Global stress and exhaustion. I mean, I don't think I need to say that to any of us out loud, um, but the global stress and exhaustion that has been going on for the last couple of years, it's vital to remember self-care. As we talked about at the beginning, it's vital to recognize you need to look after yourself in the middle of all this. But collectively, the message I got on this theme is the built-up energy will now begin to influence and change systems and structures between now and 2024. So the questions for us are, what is the way for the future that serves all? Let these conversations happen and begin as we will all be part of it. There's gonna be all kinds of arguments about this. There's gonna be all kinds of uh, disagreements. There's gonna be all kinds of people wanting to monopolize, take control, uh, but, this is a long game, this transformation on the planet. And so let yourself have the conversations in yourself or with others about, well, what do we need to change? What are the things that we need to change and bring to life? And some of you will be very actively doing that. You might be on the front line of bringing some of this change to life. So that's where we're going next. And the more you start to dream the future and start to see solutions for the future, you start to bring a different power energy to the planet rather than some of the negative or defeating energy that we're often told uh, as the story of where we are. It's not to say that there aren't real genuine problems, but there is a way to work with and be with those problems that is far more empowering if we start to look for solutions. So bear in mind this solution energy is in the air. It goes back to the creative pregnancy energy. So you're going to start to see others having conversations about system changes. There will be arguments, there will be fights, just as we're seeing right now. 
that's going to continue. But the energy of the future and a future that can be brighter than the future we're being told now is very important to be seen, honored, discussed, and co-created by everyone on the planet. So you might find yourself being a bit more willing to have those kinds of conversations, or some of you are gonna be a little more passionate now about getting involved with groups of people or organizations who you see who are creating that level of innovation because there is power in numbers. So if you especially are feeling a bit defeated about what you're seeing going on in the world, ask yourself, well, where can I help? What could I do? And maybe for you, an area like politics or anything that doesn't feel true to you is, is a little bit too much. But maybe for you, going and working with an environmental group or offering your time or your services or holding space for people who you can see are going through grief at the moment in the world. That's your offering. So ask yourself, particularly if you're feeling a little doom and gloom about things, okay, how can I be part of the solution in the years to come? And how can I offer space for solution, hold possibility for solution? It's powerful when we hold possibility for it. And there will be many of you tuning in on this kind of video who are here to do that. You're here to be that bridge. So as you start to feel that in the air and notice it out there, contribute to the conversations. Even if not everyone agrees with what you're saying, start to contribute to helping create a brighter future than the one that we're perhaps being warned about or scared about right now by certain people in the world. And lastly, and this links to this theme, community is key. So communities old and new are strengthening and forming now. Friendships and alliances that will be key for your next two to three years are coming into focus now because 2022 to 2024 is, is another arc in the change years. So it might be that older friends or people perhaps you haven't seen as much but you've known them for a while, suddenly some of those relationships are gonna get stronger and come into focus. And equally, there might be other friendships or relationships, people you love and care for, and you're going in slightly different paths so that new people can come in. But community is key. And us being in community and connecting through community, whether we're in person or whether we're connecting through other forms, is really important for our strength, for the strength of the planet as a whole. And so this is a period where some of your important friendships for the next two to three years are either forming because they're new people or they're strengthening because they're people from your past who suddenly you and they, as Stephen, my husband would say, have business to do together in the coming years. So it's going to, it's going to bring you back together. So Thank you for being a big part of my community and the team who work with me, our community. It's an honor to serve you each month through these. Pray 
Rebecca McIntyre on another anthem for us, Pray for Peace. Now, Lee has a, a channel, um, a group of people, and it is called V. And um, this little one came up, and I thought it was quite interesting because it's about dreams. You are listening to Conversation with Disease, The Energetics of the New Human Soul, Part 3. Those of you who wake up after sleeping and wonder why you feel a little tired, it is because the soul 
comes online in a very powerful way when you switch off the ability for the human to be engaged in life. So dreams for many are their first awareness of what you might call psychic messages, uh, psychic information. But interestingly, still, many people on the planet don't quite see it that way. They write it off as fantasy or disconnected from them. Or what a funny coincidence that I had a dream where I was running through a field and I was terrified because I was being chased by somebody. Sometimes, if you reflect on that dream, you will be able to see what it is paralleling in your life. However, other times, dreams are places that can help you heal from things that you are not creating form for in your life. So, for example, this dream where you are running, being chased through a field, and you are so anxious in the dream, that is a way for you to process, move, or allow anxiety or fear that is running through you subconsciously, that you are not even aware of, that needs to move in order for you to have a higher outcome in your life. Otherwise, you might continue to play that subconscious fear and anxiety out as you walk around the world, and you will then attract through your magnetic energy mm, things, experiences or people that will put you into that anxiety or that fear. So dreams are not only predictive, dreams are great healers and move a lot of energy for you. And those of you who are listening to this with a slightly new awareness of your dreams, this is why keeping a dream journal can be very helpful for it allows you to consciously co-create with the dreams you are having and cultivate a deeper awareness about the experience you are having while you are... Hmm, you think, asleep. This is Pete Seeger, live in Sweden in 1968. You might be interested to know the so that song was written by a very remarkable woman. Malvina Reynolds, 60 years old, lives in California and makes up songs about everything that happens to the world. And uh, I really think, I'd, you know, there are not enough women here. To, is, <laughs> did you ever hear the story of the convention? It was in America, women's suffrage. A hundred years ago, they were fighting for the right to vote. And... They had a, one of their early conventions. The chairman concluded her speech and said, Ladies, we have a big job to do. We must now return to our home communities and carry on the fight for the right to vote. We will have many problems and many detractors, but in our hour of deepest need, we can pray to God and she will hear our prayers. <laughs> A song that I wrote ten years ago has become well known because 
of another gracious lady, Marlena Dietrich. She sings it in a different language than I wrote it in, but I think it sounds even better. Even though I can't sing it all, she starts off. Sag mir, wo die Blumen sind. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time ago. Where have all the flowers gone? Girls have picked them, everyone. When will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? Where have all the young girls gone? Long time passing. Where have all the young girls gone? Long time ago. Where have all the young girls gone? Taken husbands, everyone. When will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? Where have all the young men gone? Long time passing. Where have all the young men gone? Long time ago. Where have all the young men gone? They're all in uniform. Oh, when will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? My only complaint about this song is that maybe it's not specific enough. It's too easy just to say, when will we ever learn, without being what you're really talking about. Well, it was a different time way back in the 50s when Pete wrote that song, but um, not a lot's changed really, has it, when you look at it. Now, a lady called Tiffany Phillips wrote made a documentary and it's called What If
in a world that has been torn apart by division. Isn't it time we finally came together? As we unite as one to create this new earth we envision, perhaps we begin by asking the following questions. What if? Aging gracefully meant reconnecting with our inner child. What if? The human race was treated equally. What if? Glass ceilings were a thing of the past, and the sky was the limit. What if? Everyone had a place to call home and feel safe and secure. What if? We could live healthy lifestyles by growing our own food. Just imagine if we all came together to ask. What if? 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 These are just a few of the issues we're questioning. Yet there are so many more. For instance, What if? We were always free to express ourselves. What if? Our mental health was valued as much as our physical health. What if? Instead of competing with one another, we collaborate. Wildlife was truly wild and free. What if? Kindness was a way of life and we actually show respect for one another. What if? Love was celebrated by all. Isn't it what we long for and desire to share? E cosa succederebbe se... A što jesli? E si? Was wär wann? E kuma saria se... Was? Aus? E si? Valvis? Boshmo? A place where we can live and love and thrive. Look within and ask yourself, what if I did my part? What if I took the first step?
Dave. There is a power greater than logic and stronger than fear that nourishes hope and lights the way home. It is the power of love. There's always been within my world this special love with hell We've got to fight Till we're on top The crazy drive That we can't stop Sure it's aggressive Sure it's possessive There's always been Within my world An ancient love a secret earth, a silent ocean like the sea, and it's surrounding you and me. It's crazy drive that we can stop within. 
Beyond Warwick and um, Within My World. That's from the, the, the stage musical called Time. So Laurence Olivier did the introduction there. Now, if you're interested in worldwide peace, on the 20th of March, which is a Sunday, we're having a world. We're starting off the worldwide drumming session for peace for Ukraine and peace around the world. So half past ten at Infinity, bring a drum, bring a box, stick, whatever, and we'll have a little drumming session. It starts at 11:11, and then goes around the world from here to Australia, Hawaii, then across America, Europe. All at 11.11 on their time. I am Barry, it's been the voice within. Kakite, shalom, namaste, masalam. May your God go with you. Here's another track from Time. This is Harmony by John Christie. All living together in harmony. More episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.